Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, everybody, and welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! Podcast. I am, of course, Sunny. I'm here with my co-host, Caleb. Hello! And we are super duper duper excited to get on into today's banlist discussion. So, real quick, before we do that, I want to thank our sponsor. So, a huge thank you to, of course, ETB Games, who you saw an ad for at the top of this video. Also, want to thank Steel Fox Games, another game store that we go to a lot up in Shreveport, Louisiana. They have a regional coming up on February 26th. If you want to check that out, I will be there. I think Caleb should be there. We will see, but we would love to see you there, and I believe they will have Time Wizard Edison tournaments as well on the side if that's something you want to do, and it would be great a great time to come check out the new format. No, also, we also want to thank, of course, Gem Accessories and Millennium Threads. We have links down below with discount codes to both. And, of course, we want to thank Dragon Shield and TCG Player. We have affiliate links for both Dragon Shield and TCG Player down below. Now, what that means is you just click it before you shop. And, of course, we get a little bit of kickback, so it supports the podcast at no extra cost to yourself. Of course, the the like the most direct way to support us financially would be our Patreon, where you get an extra episode every mm-hmm. week. And of course, the best way to support the podcast overall with the least impact on you would be to just go ahead, go down below the video and check to see if you have just checked that subscribe button. If it's grayed out, mm-hmm. that means you're subscribed. Sometimes if you've already subscribed, YouTube will unsubscribe you for some weird reason. So if you could go ahead and check that real quick, we'll be back. We'll wait. Okay, now that you've checked that and uh, we really appreciate that. Let's go ahead and get on into today's ban list discussion. Heck yeah. So, we had a ban list. Yes, the ban list just so happened to have dropped earlier today as of recording. Right, so what that naturally means is we had to scrap an entire episode that we already had recorded and we'll have to re-record for Friday. Yep. Because, well, we talked about the ban list in that episode and, well, it's now useless information. Yeah. So, but of it'd be, course... It'd be like that sometimes. Right. Of course, we do want to... Um, be happy and embrace this because this da, 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 is really kind of unprecedented in a way. 
pretty hefty. Oh, hold on, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, like 19 cards. Yeah, and Oops. really, the, when I say it's unprecedented, what I personally mean is not the number of cards moving around because 19 really isn't that much these days. Also, oddly enough, one of them isn't effective until March 10th. Yeah, that's normal. I, I wonder why this one specific card. Errata. Oh. They're waiting for the errata printing to be released for Ancient Fairy. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So, I'm sure most of you know at this point what all is on the ban list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's go ahead and um, actually, there's one thing I want to talk about before we do ban list discussion. And I, I hate to bury the lead here, but this is something that I personally am very passionate about mm -hmm. and that I think is a very important thing to discuss. The workers at TCG Player are attempting to unionize currently. Woo! Good on them. Now, this is something that's pretty near and dear to my heart for a couple of reasons. One, I am a union worker. I, as a UPS driver, am a member of a union. And I've seen what that union does for me, both positively and negatively. I'm not completely jaded. I know that unions aren't a, are not a perfect thing. But it gives we, as, as employees, the right to work together to make our lives better. So... In an attempt to make their lives better, we here at the podcast, well, I say that. I didn't ask Caleb before I said all this, but mm -hmm. I can say for me personally anyway, I stand with the employees at TCG Player. I stand for their F with them on their efforts. That means if things happen like services get interrupted at TCG Player due to something like a strike, I will stand with those employees. If something happens where prices go up a little bit because the employees are now making more money because they've unionized and they've fought for those rights that's fine i'll pay that extra money because to me unionized workers are workers that are getting more they're getting more pay they're getting more benefits they're getting more time with their families because being unionized helps prevent excessive overtime these are all things that a union provides and a union helps with. They're getting retirement. They're getting all these things. They're not classified. They won't, you know, ideally if they're unionized, they won't be classified as just contract employees and be denied a ton of benefits and rights. It is important to stand with these workers in their time of need and in their time of solidarity. So with that said, I want where I stand personally to be very forthright i feel like it's very important that we know what's happening here and that we stand with these employees and these people because that's really what the, it's people and it's about people trying to better themselves and better their lives so i just wanted to say my piece on that um yeah. i'm like i said i'm very passionate about when workers want to unionize i think that it's an important thing and uh, and I'm very passionate about it. I'll, I'll leave it at that. But I am all I too am very pro union, right? So and I and I know that like we try to stay away from politics on this show. We we stay away from religion. We stay away from money yeah, yeah, topics. Yeah. We stay away from all of that because for a number of reasons. Yeah. But I mean, it's a group of people who are trying to make their lives better. Who just so happen to work in a in a field that will actually affect us. And I'm just like, yeah, sure, cool. I'll pay an extra 
whatever it is. Right. 10 cents at most. Uh, it could be more than that. It, it could be a realistically, there could be a real impact on their e-commerce and a real impact on their prices and things like that. Just like UPS as a unionized workforce, if you try to ship something and you price it, usually UPS is the most expensive. But our our employees are happier. Mm -hmm. We make three times as much money as our counterparts. Mm -hmm. You know, we have benefits that our counterparts do not have. Oh, yeah. So I, every time I talk to a driver for FedEx, it's always the same the same things. Wow, you guys make triple what we make. Wow, you guys have fully employer employer covered medical, dental, and vision and retirement for your entire family. Like, especially, wow, especially considering that you're that uh that, that that over the years this job will literally destroy you physically. Right, and that that's why those benefits mm -hmm. are so important. You know? Oh yeah. So oh, yeah, no, that, that that's why I am incredibly pro union. Yeah. Across all jobs, just about. Yeah, I'll say we we grew up in the hyper conservative deep south. <laughs> and, and honestly, that's an understatement. Listen, listen, listen. I didn't read Harry Potter until I was in high school. Right. Because that was a big no-no. Yeah. You were not allowed to have anything to do with it. Yeah. This is something that I've never really put out there publicly it's something that i've never talked about because it makes me uncomfortable but i grew up in an extremely conservative household and i carried a lot of those beliefs and a lot of those ideals and thoughts with me from a young age up to you know into adulthood and the more I get out and the more I, I go outside of what would have been my comfort zone before talking to people and learning from others experiences and other people's, um, you know, I think shared experience gives perspective and perspective is the most important thing a person mm -hmm. can have. And I've changed almost everything I believe because of gaining perspective and talking to people and understanding other people's beliefs and thoughts and viewpoints. But at the same time, I'm really not proud of that. And that, and that is why we don't really discuss politics much on the show, because I kind of hate politics as somebody who grew up extremely conservative and have since changed pretty much most all of my viewpoints on pretty much anything related to politics. It's been so tumultuous for me that I hate talking about it. No, that, that's entirely fair. So, but this, I feel needs to be talked about. I, I'm very, very passionately... Mm -hmm pro-union in this particular circumstance especially oh, yeah. seeing how much a union has changed my life so uh, i think it's safe to say that without me being in a union this podcast does not happen oh no not at all that never would have happened this the union is the reason that i make good enough money to buy the equipment that we needed to make this podcast happen yeah you know uh, being a content creator is not cheap it takes an it takes upfront investment. Oh to yeah, do it. it it takes a fair amount of upfront investment as well. Right. I mean, buying decent microphones and I don't know if you can see it on the shot, but like I've got a, I've got a whole soundboard over yep. here. Like all these things cost money, and um, and it's not cheap if you're starting from nothing. Right. And 
I, I mean, I've converted an entire room in my house into a space for recording mm -hmm. and a space for this hobby. And I've put a lot of time and effort into this. And to be completely honest, um, we haven't even come close to recouping the monetary investment that I've put in this, both yeah. in physical dollars spent and in hours spent on this, you know, passion project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's why we have advertisers and that's why we have our Patreon is because we put an enormous amount of, you know, love and time into something that is for the most part, you know, like I said, a, a passion project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, like I said, we, we want this to become something that's sustainable. I want to build a new PC so I can do streaming. I, I want to stream like three nights a week. And, um, that's just not something that I've ever been able to do mm -hmm. because computers are expensive. So I had enough upfront. Well, a good computer is expensive. Well, yeah. You know, I, I had enough upfront to, you know, I already had a computer, but yeah. this is not something you can stream on. No. You know, and I already have had enough upfront for some microphones and stuff like that. But, you know, we want to do more. So. Yeah, yeah. Like, I want to do my own stream, but I don't have... A setup, yeah. Oh, I have a setup. A, a place. I don't, I don't have mean. a yeah. I don't have a place where there isn't just some constant noise in the background. And it, it, yeah, you you don't you just not you don't have a good environment for it. Yeah, yeah. And I've got a good environment for it, but I don't have the, the equipment. The equipment. Yeah, it's really a catch twenty two. Yep. But um, I'm sorry, I derailed us for like ten minutes to yeah, talk yeah. about that. It's just something I'm very passionate about. And but it is something that is important to talk about. Yes. But let's talk about the ban list. This is obviously the thing that everybody is here for. Yes. This is the thing that everybody wants to um, kind of... This is the thing that everybody wants to hear about and talk about. So let me... Uh, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and talk about the... Um, let's start with the Forbidden Cards first. Sure. Oh, well, of course. Let's normally start at the top of the list. Yes. So we have four newly forbidden cards. Starting at the top, we have Artifact Scythe. Too little, too late. <laughs> Barrier Statue of the Stormwinds. Finally. Tier Laments Kikalos. Ooh, spicy. Sprite Elf. Uh, okay. I'm loving these little quips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agito the Ancient Sentinel. Well, it got limited. Now we're in limited. Yeah, now we're in limited. Okay, I'm sorry. I, okay. I I jumped and didn't say anything. Now we're on to the limited, starting yeah. with Agito, the Ancient Sentinel. Okay, fair. Kelbeck, the Ancient Vanguard. Keldo, the Sacred Protector, and Medora, the Sword Oracle. Yeah, they literally they literally did exactly what we at what what we said needed to be done. Yeah. Okay. They limited all of the Shizu cards. Then we also limited tier limits: Havnus, Merle, and Sheeran. So that's already four cards against tier. That are tier limit specific. Yes. They moved Ancient Fairy from banned to limited, although this particular limitation doesn't take place until March 10th, which is nearly a month after this list takes effect. Yeah. Because I'm assuming that this card is, this basically confirms a reprint in whatever set releases yeah. on March 10th. Do we know what that is? Uh, I don't know. I will look it up real quick. Okay. Um, and then your no semi-limited cards, and then your newly unlimited cards are Destrudo, the Lost Dragon's Frisian, Jet Synchron, Mecha Phantom Beast O-Lion, Servant of Endymion, True King Lithosagem, the Disaster, Yadagarasu, and Spiral Resort. So, Maze of Memories Booster Pack. 
Oh. That's where we're getting um getting uh the Gate Guardian support. Yeah, that's where we're finally getting actual Gate Let's Guardian support. Let's go. Oh, I'm so excited for that. Okay, so upcoming though, this ban list takes a takes effect on February 13th, 2023. I almost said 2013. Oh my goodness. <laughs> February 13th, 2023, which is next Monday, one week from today. So this list will take effect a couple of days after YCS Leon, which is this coming weekend, and it will be in effect for YCS Vegas, which is next weekend. So let's go through and talk about it one by one. First off, Artifact Scythe. Like Caleb said, this is kind of too little too late. Artifact Scythe feels like a... It really feels like they went, all right, you've been complaining about it long all long enough and then we're and then we were just like we haven't complained about it in like months because well we complained about it on our last ban list episode yeah but like but like it was a problem months ago it was a problem a year ago it yeah. was a problem 10 years ago yeah it, almost not quite but it, almost. it's it's not quite it, like it's still a thing but it's not like it's not like the thing that every deck does now anymore. right the the issue with with artifact scythe to me is that there will always be there there's always gonna be a deck that can abuse it Right. And it does not feel good getting scythed. No, it really doesn't. I. The issue is that <clears throat> there's so many decks now that it's like, oh, can you scythe lock? Then scythe lock. Yeah, just, just scythe lock. Yeah, like, for example, here's a great example, right? When Skyhawk saw this list, he's like, okay, well, you know, we've been expecting an artifact scythe hit for like a year now. Um, Now we pivot. Because... Fluffle had been scythe locking for a year because there's just why, why would you do anything else? Exactly. What what's the reason in figuring out something else to do it? It's right there. You can you can scythe lock inherently why, in the deck. Why would you put out a board that's got like two bounces, a negate, a pop, a non-targeted pop, and uh, and like a flip face something down. else? Sure. Yeah, like a long list when uh, you can just go cool a pop and a scythe lock. Right. Uh, the pop just... and scythe lock is just far superior to any other board. Pretty much, especially when you can even do like, you know, instead of doing maybe two negates plus, uh, you know, plus a pop, plus, you know, a bounce and a graveyard lockdown. Well, maybe we just do one negate, a pop in the graveyard lockdown and now add in a scythe lock. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or some decks were just kind of going, I'm not going to bother for that and just scythe lock. Right. I mean, if you look at the, win. the live twin was it live twin sprite yeah that's it was like scythe lock pro yeah yeah it was literally just scythe scythe lock turbo just combo until i get the scythe until i get scythe ready to go and then pass yeah i mean for a while drytron had just devolved into scythe lock yeah the deck so yeah and i remember back back when i was on uh phantom knights it was yeah it was just scythe lock the deck with the deep with the with that dp in rotation i mean but that's the issue with scythe lock. Yeah. As long as there's a card that pops something on the field. Yeah. Not they, yeah, it's a can, problem. Yeah. That can just. Yeah. It's it's. Ugh. All right. The next card is Barrier Statue of the Stormwind. So this one is really really interesting to me. So, in my opinion, Flu is probably actually going to be a little bit more interesting to play against now. Oh, for sure. I, I think Flu is infinitely more interesting of a deck now that this is a thing because. There's actual back and forth with Flu now. Before, it was, oh, okay, they just summon the Barrier Statue, and now you, for the most part, good chance you just lose now. 
Yeah, 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 but now it's like, like, like now the only floodgate that they can just search out is Mpen, and even then, you can play around Mpen very easily. Yes. I've done it. It's, it's not that hard. It's really not. It, all you have to do is just special summon everything in defense mode to clear the, before you clear their field. Yep. I did it one time where they had they had the um, the trap card or they had a set a set back row. They had an M pen and they had the field spell. Mm -hmm. And I just I literally special summon Ecclesia in defense position. Uh, activate Ecclesia, special summon Taya in defense position. Activate Taya. Activate Taya. Make Baxia in defense position, and use Baxia to shuffle too. Yep. And they were like, oh, I just lose. I'm like, yeah. 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 Which, I know that, that that sounds real bad, but keep in mind that Sword Soul specifically has a ridiculously good Fluandre's matchup. If you compare it with a deck like yeah. the, the no longer existing Tier Limit deck, um, yeah. it, it's a very different story. Oh yeah, no, no. It, it's 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 definitely one of those things. Like Again, because you can just special in defense and just go off. Not every deck can do that. And then, of course, you have other decks that just kind of look at that and go... Man, I can't do anything because of the barrier statue. I'm just going to set five pass. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so what's really interesting, though, is I think that this has other implications beyond barrier statue itself mm -hmm. and even beyond Fluandries. Because now it makes me wonder, let's be really honest here. Mm -hmm. Do we think that that some more link three can come off the list now i think it can because it can no longer just barrier statue lock you now at best you're getting the apex avian negate once sure sure and that's about it sure sure but is that too powerful in the bird up deck that is already broken i don't i don't think so again a part of that is because part to me anyway. Um, whenever I'm think, keep in mind this is me going from maybe three decks POVs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe four. Um, is okay. Okay, so like from more back row heavy decks, they're just like cool, whatever. Set four pass, or even just set four passing immediately locks them out of summoning the uh, Apex Avian. Right. So they, it's no longer a valid target unless you activate something. And even then, at that point, you're disrupting and blah, blah, blah. Um, from a Kashatri, uh, from the Kashtira, uh, Kashatri, Kashtira uh, POV, it's just kind of, I'm just going to lock down your, your uh, main monster zone so you don't even have enough room to get that far. Sure. And then, yeah, and then from there's one or two others where it's just kind of a, okay, it's one negate, that's not that bad, but the big issue comes from the multi-bounce, well, not multi-bounce, it's only one hard one, is the Ensemble Blue Robin, is that a hard ones per turn, or? It's not a once per turn at all. Okay, so you have multi-bounces, usually about two to three, sometimes on a rare occasion, I've, I've gotten four. I've seen six. Yeah. Um, That was back in the old build, though. Sure. Uh, so you have the multi-bounce Ensemble, uh, which is actually kind of easy to work around. Uh, the one negate from that, and if they're doing the old build, do they start with, like, do they still do Lyrilusk stuff where they just get two oh, seeds to make uh, Draco Future? I don't see why not. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's just like one of those things where it's like, yes, it's a good board. It's broken, 
but it's not more broken than Cash Tira. Yeah. Um, I think I tend to agree. I think that the, uh, I think that the Samorg Link Three would probably be fine. I don't think it's necessarily any more inherently broken than what other decks are doing right now. Mm-hmm. But I think we'll have to see. Today's episode is brought to you by ETB Games. ETB Games is, of course, our locals in Alexandria, Louisiana. They are our one-stop shop for all of our card game needs. They have singles and sealed product for the games that you love, like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Magic the Gathering, and Pokemon. Of course, you can also find the accessories that you need, such as sleeves, binders, playmats, and more. And if you're into D&D, well, they have all of your D&D figurines, the paint for the figurines, dice, books, and anything that you would need to play. So be sure to check out ETB Games. There's a link in the description down below. And now, back to today's episode. All right, next we have Tier Limits Kit Kalos. This is one of a... Uh, okay, I'll just lay it on, on the table. Mm-hmm. Whoever you are, <laughs> I know somebody from Konami is listening. Because Whoever they, you are, hit they, me up. Because they literally did everything we suggested. Literally. We were like, yeah, Barrier Statue. That would be a good hit. Ban Scythe, it's a little late for that, but it should still be done. And I said, you need about eight total hits to tier limit Ishizu. You need yeah. eight. Eight would be about the minimum. Yeah, and we literally said, ban Kit Kalos, limit like all the names just about. And then limit all the uh, Ishizu, Ishizu cards. And yeah. they did it. It's kind of crazy when you it, think about this it. This is almost the ban list we made. And I even said Elf is a problem. Yeah. And they need to either limit or ban it. Limit. Or, they need. Well, I really said they need to ban Elf or Merly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's either. Yeah. They decided to ban Elf. Which I'm fine with. I that You know, I see a lot of other people complaining about this, saying that they hit Sprite. But Elf had become ubiquitous. Elf was in Listen, any deck that could, that could yeah. put three monsters on board. If Elf was in any Elf was in any deck that could that could that could uh, utilize Link and rank two monsters, which, which is, is all of them. Just about in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Listen, Labyrinth could make can make Elf. It's really, really bad. With, I mean, almost any deck can link two. Well, which means almost any deck can link. F- a link to and another monster into elf. Yeah. Cuz isn't don't it, elf is any level link or rank 2 monster and another monster, right? Yeah. Okay, so you could literally just make elf in almost anything and with how ubiquitous elf was, that's really a problem. I, I mean, especially if, if you if you look at it, elf was in sprite, mm-hmm. all the variants of sprite, which there's like six or eight variants. To be of fair, it is their main engine card. To sure. be fair. It was also in... Oh, and it does, by the way, Elf... <laughs> unlike Gigantic and Sprite Starter, which lock you, Elf doesn't lock you. Yeah. So you you have Elf, mm-hmm. um, which is in all of the Sprite decks. Yeah, which we just said. Okay. It was in the... It was in Tier Limit decks. Mm-hmm. Because Merly, I think, was level two? Yes. Merly was level two. Yeah. And what else? It was in... So, well, I mean, it was in the... Um, Runic decks, which it was yep. Runic Sprite. Just like I could well, okay. So I guess I could say it's in Gishki, which is Gishki Sprite. I could say it's in Tri Brigade, which is Tri Brigade Sprite. It's also Naturia, which is just Naturia. Well, that's Runic Naturia. 
Right. But they still could utilize Elf. Because everything could utilize Elf. This is the problem with Elf. It is Labyrinth. generic. Listen, listen. Labyrinth can utilize Elf, and they only have one level 2 monster that they prefer not to run. Right. So most of them aren't even bothering with Elf to begin with. But the fact that you still theoretically could. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous and excessive. It also prevents them from ever doing anything cool with level 2s ever again as long as it's around. Yes. It's, again, it limits... Future design. Yeah, it limits future design on level twos. I, I just... I really... I know people don't like the sprite outfit because they want to play all their sprite decks. And I understand. Yeah, I get it. But you have to think of it this way. Power of the Elements released almost six months ago to the day. Mm -hmm. Actually, as of recording, Power of the Elements was first legal for tournament play six months ago to the day. Yeah. I think it was August 6th. Because I know we were at a we were at a regional on August sixth, and it was that was the first weekend that it was legal. So consider that you got six months. That is not an unreasonable amount of time for cards to get hit. Mm -hmm. So I, I mean, this is a terrible thing to say, but be happy with what you got. <laughs> you yeah. know, oh, so yeah. just be happy that it didn't hit like blue or anything else. Right. And it's kind of crazy, isn't it? The now that we know the ultimate rares for OTS twenty one. Because Yeah. Fenrir, Blue, and Rhino Heart. Yeah. As a three ultis, that's kind of crazy. And they just banned Elf, one of the most one of the most important. All cards. the tier limit names yeah. just about, except for Rhino Heart. Yeah. It's it's a crazy thing to consider. Yeah. Alright. So Next, let's talk about the well, let's talk about the rest of the tier limits. We said that to effectively hit the tier limit deck, Havnus, Merle, and Sheeran, you really have to hit them all. You really need to limit the names. Yeah, you have to make sure that you don't have a critical mass of all of these tier limits. By the way, MBT, I'm talking to you. You're the reason I keep saying critical mass. You said at one time talking about dragon rulers, and now every time there's a deck like this, whether it's Zodiac, yeah. whether it's Spirals, whether it's Tier Laments, whether it's dragon rulers, whatever, whatever it is, if there's something that there's a bunch of them and you need to have a bunch of them for it to be a problem, I always end up saying it's not a problem until you have a critical mass of them, and I, I blame you for that MBT. Anyway, that, that I mean, it's a great way to describe it. I mean, yeah, it's it's literally the perfect way to yeah. describe it because it's just true. Mm -hmm. So, with that said, I think that this is really the perfect hit for the tier limit deck because you don't really necessarily come after the consistency of the deck as much as you come after the ceiling of the deck because yeah. you still have... Basically, this makes the deck way more normal summon reliant through mm -hmm. the likes of Rhino Heart or even normal summoning Sheeran to try to mill. Now... This also is going to make the King of the Swamp version of the deck way, way, way more relevant. Mm -hmm. But we'll really have to see because with between Primitive Planet Perlino, that's basically if here's how you can look at it. Rhino Heart is three. Mm -hmm. Planet makes six. Yeah. Each of the names makes nine. Yep. That's ex yep. Okay. Wait. There's more. Terraforming. Okay. Which is a which is the fourth copy of the field spell. Essentially. So that's 10. And then if I'm not mistaken, um, is Rhino Heart an Aqua or a Warrior? I'm pretty sure he's a Warrior. 
that's gonna bother me. Fair. Because I think you can Rhoda into Rhino Heart. Rhino Heart is a warrior. Is okay. Rhoda level four or lower? Yes. Okay, so yeah, you, you can, can you can so you can also Rhoda. So that's eleven. So you essentially went from if you want to put it like that, you went from sixteen. 12 Six, yeah like 16 names yeah because you had 12 you're not even running rota at that 12 point. monsters two um three three field spells for 15 and then the one terraforming because yes. you're not even bothering with rota at that point yeah even if you max out with all the ones that we said because we said that's seven the cards. nine and then 10 and 11 yeah so you're looking at somewhere in the neighborhood of 17 cards down to about 11. Mm-hmm. And it really turns it into more of an engine or a package rather than not, a full build. Yeah, like not only that, um, reducing the names from 9 to 3 means that any, like, whenever you mill 3, it reduces it from a roughly 1 in 4 chance if your deck has all 40 cards in it. Because it's roughly a 1 in 4 chance of you hitting something every single time you mill. Because it's 9 out of 40. It's almost 10 out of 40. So 1 in 4. To like 3 out of 40. Of you hitting with the mills. Yeah. I think though. You know what I just thought about? What was that? The more I think about it. <laughs> I think that. You know the deck I'm most upset about the Sprite Elf for? What was that? I think that I'm most upset about Sprite Elf not being usable in the Makonko deck now. Oh, for the... Yeah, for a link for a base link. Slam. Oh, that's what people are calling it now? Slam? I saw one of the comments on the original video about yeah, it, and that's uh, what they were calling it was Slam. Okay, so... So I know the M is Makonko. Sure. S... A... Adamantspater? No, A is an Adamantspater. Uh. What engines are in the deck? I legitimately don't remember. All I remember is it Ramakong. Oh, uh, Libromancer. Yeah, so L's Libromancer. Something, Libromancer, something, Makongo. Souls? Magician Souls. Really? Yeah, the Magician Souls package, because you're also running the Adventure package. Uh, okay, so... Souls, Libromancer, Adventure, Makongo. Okay, okay, so that's why they're saying Souls there, is just to make it say Slam. Got it. So come on and Slam! Yeah. Something, um, something jam. I don't know all the words. Yeah. Come on and slam. And welcome to the jam. And welcome to the jam. And welcome to the welcome to the jam. Yeah, that's right. You don't like sports, but you know Space Jam. Bro. Come on, Space Jam. Listen, right. the, that movie came out, and I was in the age range of that movie. Yeah. I mean, we all were. Anyway, so back to the actual ban list itself. Um, yes. Is Slam still viable without Elf? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is. It's just that you don't have a way to like reliably bring back Gale Dagra. Oh, to to reuse it again. Well, to just like you don't have a reliable way to bring back Gale Dagra once you like because I think that you like send it from deck to grave somehow and then bring it back with Elf. Yeah. And that lets you send the um the rich the Herald of the Arclight. Yeah, to grab whatever ritual you need. Ben 10 to search. Yeah. Um, the Souls. Arclord Christia. Yeah, or you could also do Souls just to get some draws. Or Illusion of Chaos to get some draws off of Souls. Right, exactly. Or yeah. you could get into your Makonko or Libromancer engines. Yeah. I mean, it's a crazy, 
crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But without Elf, they can't reliably uh, recur the Geldagra. Interesting. So, uh, and then of course there is the uh, errata on the ancient fairy dragon. I believe they're just, ma- well, they're just making a hard once per turn or. Yes. They're, well, they're actually making a super hard once per turn because he has two effects. One's pop field uh-huh. spell, search field spell. And the other one is an extra normal summon, but you can use battle, battle phase. phase. You can only activate one of those effects per turn. Oh, okay. So you can activate the field spell pop or the extra Correct. normal summon. Okay. So I guess, and then they'll reprint it in the guardians of the maze. Is that it? Yeah. Okay, and yeah. then the the Shizu names. I feel the exact same. I'm cr- I'm kind of surprised that we got the limit there as quickly as we did. Yeah, because Mama's only been out for what three months. Okay, so just for the sake of correct information, I well Mama's been out since November twelfth. I think uh, my brain's my one of the reasons my brain said it came out in December. <clears throat> no, because the it was out, and then we had like one or two events, and then we got that that em- not emergency ban list. That oh, we right. all knew what it was. Right, 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 right. Yes. Okay. I that- just remembered something. What was that? So we recorded an episode yesterday uh-huh. where we talked about all the dino support and everything yeah. like that, and then we're scrapping that to talk about the ban list. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about the dino stuff on Friday. Man, I made that awesome thumbnail for nothing. We can still, re- I mean, we can, we can modify it and still reuse it. Yeah, we could probably use it for Friday's episode. Yeah. Anyway, I made a killer thumbnail. It's such a cool looking thumbnail. It is. Anyway. Okay. So, for the sake of just kind of knowing where we stand, though, on ban list releases, I'm gonna go back and look at all of our podcast catalog, and let's see. Okay, so wait, do we have the, um, Caleb, do you know how to check the seasons? No, I don't. Okay. Well, if you go back and look through our seasons, then you can actually see how many episodes we have per season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have like, normally we have like roughly 30. So Friday's episode will be episode one of season eight. No, next Tuesday's episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, next Tuesday. So, or, yes. No, 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 it'd be whenever this ban list comes into effect. I didn't even see when it comes into effect. It comes into effect next Monday. Oh, okay, yeah, so next Tuesday episode will be first episode of episode seven, eight, yes. season eight. Yes, yeah. yes. Okay. But, so, last, so, <sighs> we are in season seven, episode 18. That's where we're yeah. at right now. 18 episodes of this ban list, yes. Yes. Last season we had season we had only had fourteen episodes. Yeah. Okay. So the this the one before that though, take a guess on how many episodes we had in between band lists. Thirty. Thirty-four. Yeah. I know there's one where we were almost at sixty. No, that that was last one that we went like it felt like forever. Yeah. It was because we went like five months, almost six months. Yes, it, it was. List. It was like about four months, four and a half, almost five months. Yeah, but the and the one before that, it was like twenty seven, twenty eight episodes, some, somewhere in that range. But it's kind of a crazy thought to think that we went thirty four episodes between ban lists. Yeah, we we've been get we've been on average getting about thirty episodes per ban list. No, we've been averaging like twenty five. 
Oh. Maybe less. It really feels like 30. Well, okay. <laughs> Think about it like this. Mm-hmm. Two episodes a week. Yeah. If you do 34 episodes, at 17 weeks. Okay, which is like four months, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's fair. It, it feels like a lot more, but think about last time. Like I said, we went what fourteen episodes in our yeah, season. Yeah. That that's literally seven weeks. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That was definitely a emergency ban list. Yes, and this one, we're only going nine weeks. Yeah. Well, well it'll end up being ten, but still, ten weeks. That's nothing. To be, to be fair, I think be. Uh, I think the reason why is part of that is entirely due to the fact that had we not gotten that emergency ban list, then we would be right at like that 30 episode mark. Right, right. So I yeah, just... Yeah. It's, yeah, it is actually about that time. Yeah, I guess it really is. It, if it, you don't count that last emergency list, we end up at like 32 weeks. Yeah. Or 32 episodes, which is like, you know. Yeah. Right on the money. Yeah, 16 weeks. Huh. Well, it's, it was, it's on the money what it would have been last time. Yeah. Which last Ooh, time it was me. two months past due. So. Oh, yeah. As far as the unlimits, though, just kind of shifting gears back to yeah. Forbidden Limited list. Um, The unlimits are kind of interesting for once. I know. Okay, so one of them is just kind of like, a, okay, yeah, we get it. And whatever with the um, Yadagarasu. Well, actually, okay. I think there is something worth discussing on all of these, okay? Really? Yes. Even so, Yana. Yes. Destrudo the Lost Dragon's Frisian is funny for no other reason than with the use that it's seeing through the Bestials in the Sword Soul deck. Mm-hmm. And now with Ancient Fairy coming back, there is a world... Where you use Destrudo to make Ancient Fairy in the Sword Soul deck oh. to get an extra normal summon. Yeah. Or an extra summon, whatever. Yeah. And extend on turn zero. Yeah. And then there's also a world where Destrudo coming back. Like, there's, there's a world where Destrudo coming back really turns into a problem because of Ancient Fairy coming back. And also. I don't know. I think Ancient Fairy coming back could really make a difference here because mm-hmm. because of Destrudo's legality. Oh, definitely. We're going to have to see. Jet Synchron and Mecha Fancy Beast O-Lion. It's very funny that Konami just decided a one-card Link 2 or Link 3 is fine now. That's just oh, yeah. something you're allowed to do now. Yeah, which, whatever. But, like, also, the, those are all three of those were also tuners who were banned because of Christian originally because Destrudo of was not banned originally because of Hauk. Oh, okay. It was banned a year and a half before Hauk was released over here. Well, no, I was saying Jet Synchron and O-Line were both banned. You said all three. Oh, my bad. I meant both. Yeah, yeah. Brain fart. I, I guess because all three of them are tuners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, those two were banned because of Hauk originally. Yes. And now they're back. So, y- yes, they are back. Now that, you know, so Hauk isn't. Jet Synchron... Mega Phantom Beast O-Line is also like especially fine now that we don't we also don't have a Roradon. Yeah. So there's really not any real payoff from O-Line or Jet Synchron other than generic link plays, which all the decks do that anyway. Well, Jet Synchron is used in like actual Synchron spam decks. 
Yeah, sure. And even O-line is sometimes. Yeah, but yeah. I Like I said, those aren't, those Konami are... has decided that one card, Link 2s, and Link 3s are just fine now. Yeah. Like We're past that. Um, yeah. Servant of Endymion. Um, this is a, another unlimit to the Pendulum decks. We are not surprised by this. Pendulum has been getting more and more cards off the list. And Eventually, they'll be full power except for Electromite, and they'll still be bad, hopefully. Listen, by the time Konami unbans Electromite, people are just going to look at that and be like, huh. Anyway. Right. I, I really think that Electromite could go the path of Wind Up Carries and Mady. We're like, it's probably fine to let it go, but it, it'll just stay there forever. Yeah. At, the, at this point, just, just to make fun of people. Zen Mady really is one of my biggest pet peeves on the entire ban list. To be fair, they have to get rid of Hunter first before they give a Zen Mady. Yes, but I think banning Hunter and letting us have Zen Mady to three functionally does something because it allows the deck. So, okay, here's how I see it. Konami made the wrong decision banning Zen Mady. Well... At the time, Hunter should have been banned. Yeah. And Zenmaity has a reasonable argument to be either limited or banned. Yeah. But over the years, you should have had the Hunter ban and have Zenmaity come at back. Three. Because at that point, at least windups are a are an interesting and playable deck. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, at three Zen well, with three Zenmaity, I can I immediately like thinking back at the combo because normally you would whenever you're doing your uh your normal windup stuff you end up with like two or three zen mates just sitting on your board with some other stuff potentially yeah i'm just like you can just then use them as link material mm. to link into something yeah i could totally see see them going using that going all the way up into like an access code well a- they use it for our usual skull dread deep draw combos Oh, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, my brain immediately went went to Axis Code because I keep forgetting Siri just Skull Dread is a thing, and it is a good card. Yeah. True King Lithosagem the Disaster. I think that this is a cool card mm-hmm. that... Especially in Dino. ...is past its prime. Dragonic Diagram is still limited, and while, yes, True King Lithosagem, this is the card that I'm most afraid of coming back to three. Mm-hmm because of its utility in dino decks but with no good rank nine payoff like you had with vfd it's not I, as bad yes but now you can at least play a full lithosagem package within the dino deck oh yeah and get all kinds of pops going on left and right baby that said i don't think that the dino deck will be that competitive or that good until the new dino support comes out and Castira has been dealt with oh absolutely well if the new dino still comes out and cash still hasn't been dealt with we're all going to be upset. Yeah, there's going to be some problems. Yeah. Next, we have Yadagarasu. Okay, so I think Yadagarasu has the chance to be very impactful. At three and not at one? It could have been impactful at one, but mm-hmm. the timing on this makes a difference because now here's what's different. Uh-huh. Barrier Statue is banned. Uh Oh! So your opponent can't just barrier statue and, they, and then essentially... No, I mean, y- I'm just saying now Fluandres can just search Yadagarasu and lock beast. you. Doesn't matter. He's level one. Jack in the hand. Oh, because then they have to run... They can use Jack in the hand or small world. That's, fa- that's fair, yeah. 
So they jack in the hand, and you either have to give them one of their birds or Yadagarasu. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then you gotta worry. Yeah, and then you gotta worry about Yadagarasu not getting yada locked because yeah, in this day and age, it's easy to accidentally yada lock yourself. I think that I think that Yadagarasu could be a problem in that deck. Now, I'm fine with Yada being unlimited until yeah. it actually becomes a problem. I mean, it hasn't been a problem up to this point, has it? No, but I see a world where it could be, especially now that the barrier statue is banned, they're going to be looking for something else to do. Yeah, so they'll probably do Yada for a bit and then kind of shift off of it on something else. and then I don't know that they'll do Yada for a bit, but the, but the point is that they yeah. can. Yeah, they theoretically could. Right. And Spiral Resort, while I don't think it's overly impactful, as long as Spiral Master Plan is banned. I believe. Spiral. Wait, uh, I mean, you can Command F, Spiral. Yeah, but why would I do that when I can slowly search through the entire list? Oh, Okay, you. Spiral Master Plan is still banned. As long as Spiral yeah. Master Plan is banned. Yeah, yeah. I, this card can reasonably be at three. That's fine. All right, you're you are welcome, and, spiral and, players. Yeah, and quick fix is still limited, so you know what? Let him have it. Mm -hmm. So, with all that said, I do have a couple of things that mm -hmm. I think that the band overall, I think this is a much better list than people are giving it credit for. Oh yeah, no, this is, this is actually a good list. Yeah, I, I don't see a world where the Kashira cards get hit this early in their life cycle. Well, particularly because like they haven't gotten their second even haven't gotten their second wave of support yet. Not officially. So yeah, here's not until the things next week. Yeah, here's the things that Konami could have done that would have made this list maybe the best list of all time. Mm -hmm. Konami could have Ban Wind Up Hunter and Unlimited Wind Up Carries and Maybe. Yeah. I will always say that on every ban list until it happens. They could have hit unicorn well like a uh, night not a nightmare they could have hit kashira unicorn and kashira fenrir mm -hmm. and they did not and i and i understand why i really do yeah those cards have only been out for about four months they haven't really had a full product life cycle Got, gotta sell them kashtiriosis and the kashtir theosis as well as the the new primitive planet field yeah. spell all these kashtir cards are being printed and released right now Kashira really hasn't had its time to shine as its own deck yet. Mm -hmm. And I acknowledge that. But I still think that even a Fenrir limit would have been fine. Now, with that said, I think coming out of this list, Kashira will be the best deck in the coming format. Oh, easily. But it will not be tier zero in my opinion. N oh, no, no, no. It'll be like... I'm thinking it'll be close... As I don't far, think it'll be close. As far as that 65% representation, I, I think, don't think it'll be close to that. No, here's what I think is going to happen. Initially, we're going to have about a 40 to 45% representation initially because new toy syndrome. Okay. After that, it once that's worn off, it's going to drop down to about 30 to 35. I think that we will have a couple of events where Kashtira rep is represented around like 25%. Ooh, really? And then it will spike up to around 45 to 50% at its at its peak. Hmm. And then it'll fall back down and settle around 33%. Okay. And let me tell you why I have those numbers and why I have those. I think it'll start very low because Kashira mm -hmm. is the most vulnerable tier 
zero threat or you know that high-end meta threat it's the most vulnerable high-end meta threat we've ever had in the sense of Kashtira, we've never seen a deck like Kashtira in the sense that Kashtira has it dies to a lot of things mm-hmm. so for example lava golem uh wing dragon ross sphere mode book of eclipse book of lunar eclipse depending on what deck you're playing mm-hmm. because having that discard outlet is a legitimate thing mm-hmm. um and even swords of concealing light all of these cards Hilarious. are legitimate side deck options and even main deck options going into next format because of these cards because of these cash cash tier cards in a deck with that many silver bullets where it can't stop them mm-hmm. all it doesn't end on really any hard negates necessarily oh no not like at best depending upon their hand <sighs> they can theoretically pump out a baron early but that represents one, one. and that that baron does not stop lava golem or sphere mode yeah or oh they're also uh weak to nib yes they're extremely weak to nib oh yeah like yeah yeah cool yeah yeah cool. like as long as you nib them before they've locked down all five of your monster zones you're good you're golden you're the going thing to be is that, but that's what i'm saying right this deck has weaknesses this deck has flaws this is not this deck is good and it will be tier one it's a glass cannon in it, a lot of ways, yes. Yeah, really high power ceiling, but dies to... It has silver bullets. Yeah, it, it dies really easily to certain hand traps. Or certain cards in general, because I think it's certain board breakers, really. Some board... Yeah, board breakers, and a co- there are one or two hand traps that can also really not... That they really don't want to have to deal with. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, if they activate Shangri-La and you chain Imperm to it... Like the fr- like the first time they activate its effect to lock your board and you imperm it, they don't they don't lock your board down for the turn. That's great and all, but then they can still just make our eyes hard. And I then, still think, and it, they can even make Diablosis and still rip cards. So yeah, and then when they pass, they'll still get that special summon out of the deck for free during your standby. I I think that it, like I said, it's a very good deck, and yeah. I, I understand that, and I'm comfortable with it being a very good deck. It's frail. Even- because I think it's frail. Very frail. So while I think that there are arguments to be made that they could have hit things like Unicorn and um, the other guy, that Fenrir. Yeah. While I think there's legitimate arguments that they weren't going to hit Fenrir with him being an ulti in the newest OTS pack. Yeah. And they weren't going to be Unicorn because Unicorn hasn't really been a problem. And these cards don't have representative win rates to justify hitting them on the list. Yes. But this time. Yeah, particular. Uh, well, again, because a lot of the time, because a lot of decks are running, we're just running Fenrir as an unsearchable three of. Yes, I say unsearchable ish, ish, but because once you've opened one, you've essentially opened all three copies because right. you summon one and you fet, grab, grab, go and grab the other other one. Here's my last closing thought. Mm-hmm. Do not expect another ban list to be coming. In nine or ten weeks. Do not expect a ban list in April. Yeah, expect it in like... May at the earliest. It could be June. It could even be early July. It won't be early July. It'll be, in my opinion... Yeah, sometime... Almost guaranteed mid-May. Mid to late May. Hmm. Because I don't think that this is actually going to be as bad of a format. 
no. as people are making it out to be, Not including myself. I have also said this will be like the worst format we've had. I am, I am stepping back on that. I don't. I no longer think that that's true, and I still think Kashtira is a good deck. To be fair, because they still have Kashtira tier limit. Yeah. To be fair, we did. We also weren't expecting them to hit to legitimately hit tier limit this hard. Right. We were expecting Terrellman to still be the number one best deck in the room, even with Cash Tier, even with the Cash still running around. Yeah. So we'll see what Cash Money does, but yeah. in the meantime, I think we have some patrons to to thank. What about you? Do it, boy. So of course, we want to give a huge thank you to all of our patrons. So a special shout out to April Floodgate, Cam Yang, Dragon Maid, Stun Zed, Kane, Martin, Zyphorus, Blackwing, Silverwind, The Ascendant is the best Floodgate, Earth Machine, best deck, Epi. Has anyone actually read Toy Vendor, HGH Cyber, I am McLincoln, Mountain Man, Open Spaghetti, Owen Alvarado, Quitting the Game is a Floodgate, Singing in the Shower was fun and all until I swallowed <laughs> soap, then it became a soap opera. Unbanned number 95, Konami, understanding and reading are two different things. Virtually Saviors, World Rogue, and Tier 2 are the polite terms for bad deck. AD, Aaron Gardner, Asami, Ashless Chabs, Box Wine, Bistial, Pizza Hut, Duty Booty, Dragon Maidenless Behavior for Higher Doctor, Heroes, Pebble Cereal, I'm about to wreak a glamour tribute for Cause D's Plant Nuts in Your Mouth. Cam, the Disciple of Caleb's Waifu Philosophy, Old Man Red, Pin Code 143, Rescue Aces, Tier 1 Watching, and Santa Claus. Thank you all, of course, so much for your continued support of the podcast. Now, if you want more like this, you can always check us out on Spotify apple podcasts or youtube or pod bean i think is the name of another one google podcast and i you're... have no idea what the actual list is yeah it's a long list but pretty much most places you can find podcasts you can find yeah. us so uh, again thank you all so much for listening and until next time have a great week everyone take care everybody Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.